Welcome to Carcone Carne, presented by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston. I'm here with She Killed in Ecstasy. We're on Lincoln Avenue in Lincoln Park. We're about to dine on delicious food from the Little Meatball, a recently opened haunt on Lincoln Avenue right by Lincoln, Fullerton, and Halstead. I should mention Carcone Carne, presented by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston. This Saturday, just less than a day after She Killed in Ecstasy has their big gig, uh, at the Audubon Mazda of Evanston, Carcone Carne will be doing a live podcast on the floor of the showroom. Uh, Hi-Ho, which is Jillian McGee of the band Turnspit, will be joining me in the car performing live, as will the band Outrageous. We're recording a podcast in a car, inside a car dealership. It's so meta, it's magnificent. Uh, but everybody's welcome. 2 p.m. Saturday in Evanston, Audubon Mazda of Evanston, 1015 Chicago Avenue. All right, she killed an ecstasy. We have bags of meatballs. Yes. Yes. This, this is a dream come true. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Uh, you ready to eat? I'm ready to I'm eat. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. <laughs> it's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show. James Van So, yeah, we went in there, uh, the little meatball, and they've got pizza slices. I think we got some pizza, too, right? We do. They did. And they've got a bunch of different kinds of meatballs. I know we got Greek meatballs and Italian meatballs. Mm-hmm. They have veggie meatballs. They all look great. Now, I, I should say, Risk and Shanna of She Killed in Ecstasy, be gentle. This car is a loaner. This is clearly not my car. This is generously <laughs> provided on loan by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston. So I want you to be mindful as you eat your meatballs. That I will. We, I, shall, I, we shall be very careful. I'm talking to you like I'm talking to my children. <laughs> well, it's kind of like the same thing, actually. <laughs> and as we're uh, distributing food, I should mention, look at this record right here. Woo-hoo! She killed in ecstasy. Oh, well, well. Yeah, yeah. But what, what so, I love, there's so many things. It's called The Fatal. Yes, thank you. Got the lyrics. Very yes. nice insert. Check this shit out. Ooh. Yeah. Now that's the sexy. That is. That's, r- that's the sex right there. Oh my god! Look at this. The purple vinyl. <laughs> yes. I was so excited when I got this. So oh, nice. Uh-huh. So cool. I love this because I just started collecting vinyl again within the past year. Mm-hmm. So this stuff is just like this is like candy. I, I get really excited when I get this. That's awesome. Yeah, we wanted to add something like a little bit of extra and kind of keep like keep the vibe with you know the whole our whole theme and that that purple kind of color and everything. Uh, the transparent purple it just it looked like candy. And look at this as I hold this up for the Facebook Live. There's a Chicago cop car right on the front cover. Very, Absolutely. Very local. Yes. Uh, so let's start eating. Yeah. Um, got forks. I'm I not got sure how this is going to work. We'll kind of figure it out. There's a knife and a fork for you, James. Do you have one? Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. And, uh, Shannon, I want you to be careful I as you go through that bag, careful. only because uh, you're, that you've got that lav mic. It's super, soup's noisy, as the kids say. Soup. <laughs> uh, what, what's that? Uh, this is... Um, I believe this, these are the Greek meatballs. The Greek meatballs. So I'm going to go through here. I also have the pizza if anyone wants to start. Pizza might be easiest for me to eat as I do this. Okay. I have the Italian uh, meatballs back here if you guys are ready. Whenever you're ready, we'll just... Well, let's out. hold some up for the for the, uh, for the folks watching at home. There, is there feta cheese in There's the meatballs? feta in the there meatball and tomatoes. 
So we were washing them naked. Uh, we've got the tins here. They olive oiled the bottom of the tin before they put the meatballs in. So the olive oil is kind of soaking in there. Um, looks like tomatoes, uh, some form of herb. Uh, she killed in ecstasy. I don't know where to begin. I guess we're going to start with start with the music. I listen to you. First and foremost, I hear trip hop. Yeah, no, we're definitely influenced by um, the uh, the trip hop movement that came out of the UK. Your Portishead, Massive mm -hmm. Attack, Sneaker Pimps. Um, definitely a little hip hop influence to it. Um, and then, of course, just the electronic rock movement. Mm -hmm. And then a big, deep influence for me was um, I'm a I'm a horror movie fanatic, thriller, erotic, erotic thrillers, uh, horror movies, uh, sci-fi movies, and I'm a John Carpenter fanatic. Uh, as See, I, think. I didn't know that. I truly didn't know that. Already we're fast friends. Yes. <laughs> I am a john carpenter fanatic and i went and used a lot of the same sounds that he used for escape from new york soundtrack and um halloween i was using a lot of the same like the prophet and um uh oberheim and a lot of the different uh, synths that he was using in that era so escape from new york yeah without exaggeration one of my favorite movies of all time as it should be as it should, it's such I, that that for me i probably said this on the podcast before that set me on a path of just loving dystopian fiction movies that was it absolutely and that's why i watched all the, all three hunger games movies and read the books that's why i i love children of men i mean i love that dystopian stuff absolutely yeah i know and and of course it's kurt russell call him snake even films like the palma films mm -hmm. um the kind of sexy vibe of the palma films um kubrick argento argento Suspiria played a major major role in 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 the feeling uh, that we wanted to kind of create. Uh, but what about the movie she killed in ecstasy? Of course. <laughs> I mean, so the obvious. The obvious. Um, how that came about is, and Shanna, and she can kind of get into it a little bit too, as far as like when, when we were communicating about trying to write an original product, uh, uh, original project, trying to step away from. When people would say, what's the project going to sound like? I'm like, you know the hottest records out right now? The farthest thing from it. <laughs> the opposite. We're going to go the opposite direction. We're going to try to step away from the, the furthest thing away from anything that, that's popular right now. Uh, and just create a record that we, we would like. And um, I can't stress that enough to musicians uh, to be able to make records that you want to make that you like and don't make it for anybody else. Mm -hmm. it's, it's very freeing. Because I know a lot of musicians get stuck in, in a place where they feel, especially ones that are have contracts with with record labels that want something particular out of them so i went to her and i said hey look so what we're going to do is we're going to do kind of like industry revenge we're going to do like a revenge film and uh you know one of the best revenge films is uh jess franco's she killed in ecstasy which was what like 1970 1971 mm -hmm. uh yeah yeah and uh soledad Murad. miranda i think uh was, miranda. yeah soledad miranda yeah, yeah. So where do you find these movies? I mean, th this isn't stuff you can pull up on Netflix. I mean, you, you have to be, like, a hardcore fan to discover this whole genre. Yeah, I own <laughs> these movies. I own a lot of them. Like hard copies. Like Yeah, physical. Oh I, I'm the guy who buys, who owns, who owned the VHS, who then bought the DVD, and now I literally have Blu-rays of movies like Vampire Lesbos and, <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, she killed in ecstasy and uh, uh, just bizarre movies. He's and of got course, the floor to ceiling DVD. 
DVDs, VHS. Yes. And of course, last week we discussed the genius of the movie Mandy and Nick Cage. All right, so you divide time between Chicago and Los Angeles. It seems like a challenging way to exist as an artistic unit uh, to the point where maybe musically you've got to figure it out, but I, I've got to think planning the live show and getting into a live groove is difficult. Oh, pain in the ass. Um, y- yes. Um, so, you know, we just got into our, you know, last week into our first round of rehearsals. And I've actually, Risky and I have actually played before together. So it won't be the first time we're on stage doing music. It'll just be the first time on stage together doing this project. So how long ago was that? We've done a few shows. Five years. years yeah. yeah, years. Probably the past. On and off. We've, we've done shows for years. I, I DJed for... Uh, a rapper named Mike One, and uh, he would, uh, we would, we all knew each other, and Shanna would come and do songs with us and join us, and she recorded a couple songs with us, and um, yeah, that's basically, I, it's funny though, because I've known Shanna since we were kids, like, oh really, 19. I was going to ask that, okay, yeah, so yeah. we've known each other for a really long time, and then he was like, I've been wanting to do this project with you, like a Massive Attack, Portishead, Trip Hop thing, and then like two years ago, I'm like, I am not working on anything. You know, because projects fall through or mm-hmm. they run their course, and then you're like reinventing. You're like, okay, now what am I going to work on? I'm like, let's do it. Let's just do it. And so. It just all lined up. It all lined up. Everything lined up, and. Uh, we brought in our uh, third member, Griffin, who I met years ago at a Butch Walker concert. Okay. And uh, I'm a massive fan of Butch Walker. And Everyone loves Butch. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, no, I, Butch is one of the best performers I've ever seen. And uh, as far as live performances, definitely a beast. And uh, no, we just kind of had a kinship through the through the Butch Walker thing, right? And I basically said, hey, we're starting to, I called him up and said, hey, we're starting a band. Guess what? You're in it. And he's like, <laughs> okay. So you've got the gig on Friday. And by the time people hear the podcast, it'll be history. And oh my God, that was an amazing show. How do you proceed? Like, what does 2019 look for you, look like for you? 2019 looking at um licensing the shit out of the music it's super cinematic so i see it and and that's that's actually the perfect way to describe it you know it's it's uh i I have a background i've done a lot of licensing for tv and film and um but a lot of the things were like animation or like you know original things like uh content created just for that but this stuff is just so cinematic and can work Mm -hmm. in so many things so um we actually are in the process of signing a um, a publishing deal with a global a company that globally um, licenses for TV, film, digital. That's awesome. Um, and then to get on a tour mm-hmm. to um, you know get a like-minded group or a, a band <clears throat> and. We're actually meeting with with possible management companies in uh, um, after the first of the year to discuss the Good. best route. This should grow. And you said it. I mean, it's cinematic music. It's, yeah. it's dramatic. It's cool. It's vibey. It's sexy. I mean, this is this is great stuff. It works in movies. It works in the bedroom. It works in a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It works in a live live performance context. I mean, th- yes. this is great. All right. So let, let's, let's conjecture this out. Uh, things start taking off. 
do you still stay in Los Angeles? You know, I'm open. I'm open to move. I'm open to change. I want to do what's best for the big picture. And I, I look at this like a brand that I want to grow and like a project that I see big things for. So my brain is, I already told the guys, I'm like, you know, I'm like the mom of the year, like, okay, this is what we need to do. I'm like, we need to meet up this week. And I want to talk, literally I was saying, I want to set our goals for 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would, I would definitely... Well, the goal is like that I would necessarily not have to be anywhere because we would just be on the road. Right. Just touring, touring, touring. Absolutely. So we would be together as a hub wherever we were at, just rocking the stages. There, there's, a, uh, there's a sexiness which I addressed, uh, a darkness, certainly to the music. Uh, imperfect dark by definition is dark. Really? I like this song. I, I, I'll lick your tears before you go bye-bye. Well, that's, you know, that's great imagery. Yeah, I'm assassinating, you know. <laughs> it's literally, she's an assassin in the song. <laughs> really? Yes. yes. That's, that's in true it, femme yeah. fatale. In true form of femme fatale, The yes. story of that is, I sent her the track, because I said, I want to get something a little bit more upbeat. And it was kind of like a zero-hour track when we recorded. It was like a week before you came in, right? I think I so. like. And um, I put together the track, and I said, uh, I got an idea for this. I just got done watching La Femme Nikita. <laughs> I love that movie, the original, like sure. French, French one. Of course, and uh, of course, right? And uh, I said, "You're going to be an assassin on this song." <laughs> and then she she wrote the lyrics, just and I was slid like, into character, and here we are. Uh, broken relationships might be a thing. Is that? Tell me more about Sunrise, because I hear that is a relationship song. To me, Sunrise is like. Um, it's, you know, it is a relationship song. It's, um, how can I say, you know, when you, you, you have like a broken, a broken person, mm-hmm. you know, that you're like, basically like, you know, they have their guard up, they have their wall up and they're, they're just a little broken and you're like, come hither. I see, I can see this glimpse and glitter of this like amazingness that you have. Um, you gotta see that. Just let me in. Got it. <laughs> And uh, Dissension, which is the first song I, I heard from this EP, I still love that song. I mean, that, yeah. that, that's, if there were a, a single from the EP, that would be it. That would be it for you. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, every day I it's different it. for me. I'm like, go. Uh, tell me about Dissension. Who that's dis- my baby. <laughs> the floor is yours. Oh, I'm just saying. I mean, she can, she, well, she wrote, like, lyrically. I think we wrote that one together. Um, well, like, I did the third verse on that one, and she did everything else. Oh, we we broke, we did it together pretty much the whole thing, but I think it's an idea of what you have and and not what's uh, yeah absolutely. Um, but uh, uh, the sound the track was that was one of the first tracks I gave you, mm-hmm. and that was a super Carpenter inspired song. Maybe that's why I instantly that's fell in love connection. with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, <laughs> it the, worked on some subliminal level. The, yeah, the dark synths, and yeah. then my favorite part about that the little the little things is the uh, the. Uh, synth horns. Mm-hmm. There's these um, like very 80s, 1980s, uh, um, just like the the brass that was on the old school synthesizers uh, were very. I mean, just they're very synthy. It's clearly mm-hmm. synthy, and they had, it's a certain sound and tone. And uh, that actually kind of was one of those things that, you know, as Lebowski would say, really tied the room together for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I loved it, and I sent it to her, and she 
came back with this. The best part about that, too, is she writes these lyrics, but she gives, like, a personality, an individual personality to each song. She doesn't sing any of the songs the same way. She inhabits the songs. Absolutely. All right, so she killed in ecstasy. The Fatal, uh, it is out. It is fantastic. It is great listening. I, I'm pulling up the record like we're on TV. Here's the, <laughs> here we go. Can uh, you guys see? I, I didn't even mention the Concrete Blonde cover of Bloodletting. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And c- can I say one thing? The, the players on that, a couple of players that we oh, have sure. on that record. A couple of interesting facts about that. The piano part at the beginning... Well, actually, th- he plays throughout it, too, but we did a wraparound, and that was kind of my nod to Philip Glass's uh, Candyman. And I kind of wanted to do a wraparound, like how anthology horror movies have the wraparounds, right? That's amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of like I was putting all those together. So I, who played the piano was Ari Lehman. He's the actor that played Jason Voorhees in the original Friday the 13th. That's amazing. to be a ridiculous musician. That, so the dude who played Jason... Is on the cover of Concrete Blonde's Bloodletting. Yes, and <laughs> yes. That's fantastic. And he's an amazing musician. He has his own band called First Jason, which is all <laughs> Jason Voorhees themed. I mean, tours the world at, with First Jason when he's not doing horror con. It's that's amazing. Him and hilarious. <laughs> and the other, the violins on that was performed by a very good friend of mine, Heather Horton, and her and her husband um, have a group called the Westies. Her husband's mm-hmm. uh, the well-known singer-songwriter. Chicago legend, if you will, Michael will. McDermott. A uh, former guest of Carco Incarnate. Oh, nice. He, he performed in the back seat. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Of yeah. course. Mike's, Mike's amazing. He's, uh, he's a world-class talent, no doubt about yes. it. Uh, very cool. I, I love your music. Thank you yeah. for doing this. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for eating meatballs with me. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Carco Incarnate <laughs> presented by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston. Uh, she killed in ecstasy. You're amazing. Yay! So are you. Mm.